Emerald Coast Baseball Academy podcast number four. Got on the guest, uh, Caleb Weatherington. Caleb, how you doing? Good to see you. Doing good. Caleb's actually at work right now, uh, uh, amateur bodybuilder. First, I want to start off and talk about um, uh, the sponsor of the podcast, Born in the Cage Apparel. You can go to borninthecage.com. they got an awesome a bunch of baseball shirts. we got a brand new line coming out here in just a little bit. Um, this is one of my personal favorites, Born in the Bullpen, a little backwards K right there. Uh, they have some pitcher stuff, too. we got some more things coming out with them. I'm excited. They've got hats. Go to their website. You can like them on their Facebook page, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Just search Born in the Cage. Everything will come up on there. Um, also, go to my website, EmeraldCoastBaseballAcademy.com. I've got the other videos, the other podcasts. You can check out all that, the good information, and uh, the stuff we're going to get there. You can check me out on Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, JasonTest34, or Facebook, EmeraldCoastBaseballAcademy.com. Caleb, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. You and I talked about this uh, a couple of times. Uh, a little introduction. Uh, Caleb doesn't know this, but I feel like Caleb is my guy. If, if you feel like you ever have a guy, this is my supplement, large human being guy. This is my dude. Yeah, uh, Caleb uh, knows that, you know, I was going off to Mexico, and he and I talked about a couple things, and he came up, helped me come up with this plan about I was really worried about the heat down in, in Mexico, and we came up with this plan to combat uh, uh, the heat and kind of uh, an, an uh, intra-fuel kind of situation that, that I was really excited about. So, Caleb, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me, buddy. Awesome. Awesome. So, let's just start off at the beginning. Um, you're six foot 11, 405 pounds, right? Yeah, uh, in, in, in my dreams, and I got a... <laughs> I got wings like a fly that shoot freaking lightning bolts out of my ass and stuff. So, a <laughs> <Exactly>. monster. <laughs> I mean, I got. No, you're you're a giant human being. Obviously, I, <laughs> uh, I I enjoy following you online. I you know you're always putting stuff out there that, that's good quality information. And um, one of the reasons you know when I'm going through lessons and I'm talking to other people, I hear so much different information. But for me, visually or even when I'm doing any kind of coaching, if you can do what you say or you're, you look like what you say, that you have to be doing something right. So that's Absolutely. why I've always looked at you and been like, well, he's much larger than I am, so he's obviously doing something different. Than so let's find out what it is. So that's one of the you're big right. reasons why I wanted to have you on. Well, you know, you know, a lot of the things I hear, especially, you know, working in a nutrition store is, uh, I can't gain size. I can't get bigger. I can't, I can't, I can't. And then my first question it always is, how is your diet? And then they're always their response. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's great. And I'm like, okay, okay I get that all the time. So that's, that's a usual anyway. So we're, uh, let's break it down. What'd you have for breakfast this morning? And it's never good. It's, so I had a bowl of cereal and, uh, and a granola bar. Like, okay, well, we're, uh, where'd you get protein out in that meal? And what cereal did you eat? Because it's probably chemical altered. There's nothing in there nutritionally that can make your body grow anyway. So what I'm trying to get at is, yeah, it's, it's like the iceberg effect where, yeah, you got this giant mass device sitting above water that tore the, uh, the Titanic up, but it was what was beneath there, the mass underneath, the 80 to 90% of it, the food, fuel, body fuel. Whether you're running, whether you're building mass, whether you're trying to lean out, your food is your fuel. And, and I cannot stress that enough. It's, I want a pill that makes me this. I want a pill that makes me that. There is no pill that makes you anything. It's you. It's your hard work. It's your dedication. Dedication is a percentage of it. I would give it top 5%. That is it. Because you need most nutrition is in your food, what you're consuming, what you're cooking, what you're taking with you throughout the day. Awesome. And obviously people don't know you're a passionate guy. You and I always get off into nice rants and stuff, and that's why I always felt, you know, it, you know, I, tr I trust someone that's about as passionate with what they do, and, and that's I'm the same way about it. So that's, I'm, I'm excited to have you on. I'm pumped. It's Absolutely. And, you know, I don't know, I'm not trying to come off as an ass to people, though. It's like I really want to understand what they think is right. Yeah. And, and whether they take that and want to learn from it or not, I mean, I want to dish out the information anyways. And, you know, nine times out of ten, they'll respect you for telling you the truth. Exactly. But, you know, you want to get offended over something somebody told you because it was the real deal, you needed to hear it anyways. <laughs> the truth hurts sometimes, right? Absolutely, man. All right, it, so let's get into your, your history of, of, of how you, your gigantism is started here. What, what, um, um, 
let's let's go ahead and make the people not think that uh, that, that you're too crazy and you know that you're a meathead, which there's nothing wrong with that. I think that everybody needs to have some meathead in them. But um, so you're from the area, right? You're from the yeah. Area. Um, pretty much raised in Fort Walton Beach. Uh, I mean, I was a Midwestern boy born in Nebraska, so I got most of my stature from the Midwest. Uh, corn beef, <laughs> corn fed. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, um, but no, man. Uh, I mean, I, you know, a lot of people want to throw genetics in there. I was one of those blessed with genetics from you know some seven to over over two hundred pounds since the eighth grade. Okay, I started lifting weights in the seventh grade. That's where I really, really found out I really love lifting weights and everything like that. Um, but I saw that because my grandpa was such a hard worker, and I saw what he did and what he was able to attain. I even had a 70-year-old, you know, physique. And I looked up to my grandfather because the hard work ethic, and that's you don't get anywhere without that ethic. Yeah. So that's kind of where I got my start with that. All right, all right. So, so pretty much the seventh grade. So maybe thirteen, twelve, thirteen around mm-hmm. there. Thirteen, fourteen year. Yeah, I started lifting weights. Yes. Okay. So when did you start getting serious with it? Because I mean, I you know maybe not twelve, thirteen, but yeah, you know, because it was age. I mean, you're working out. You're at school. You, it's a class, anyways. I mean, I enjoyed the class. Uh, we even competed against the high school team sometimes in, in powerlifting and stuff. So I mean, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. So it wasn't something that I, you know. I'm sure back then it wasn't as important to me, but as, as the years progressed and you see the difference in your body and you see the body changing and the different hormones that are effective as you get older while you're training, it, it, it shapes your body and it's exciting. It's very exciting. Um, damn it, I lost my train of thought on that one. It was, it was, uh, when, did you, when did you get serious? Oh, seriousness. Uh, with bodybuilding and, and, and the nutrition aspect and everything like that, I, I got serious about... Uh, 2010, or late 2010 into 2011 and on, because that's when I did my first competition was in 11. And anybody that has ever competed can back me on this. It's all about your diet. Yeah. It's gain. It's all about your diet when you cut. It's it's food. Food is your fuel. And you want to keep as much lean muscle mass on that you build in the off season as you can bring onto the stage. And, and you're only able to maintain that through a proper diet. Gotcha. And that, that's what, yeah, well, one of the things I wanted to ask you too, because I had, um, there's this um, funny little trend, and, and um, when I'm doing lessons and stuff, and I see, like you're talking about the cornbread kid, the bigger kid, normally when you see in baseball, you see that bigger, maybe slightly bigger, rounder kid that has more power. He may not be the fastest kid, but he has more power. And then you right. see that kid... Uh, maybe gets a, goes through a spur or leans out a little bit, and he keeps that power, but his muscle size went down. And I actually had a, a big debate with a guy in Mexico. We were talking about uh, muscle size and and how sometimes uh, you know you'll see guys like that that are kind of a little bit bigger fat content, but when they do uh, start cutting weight, their muscles actually um, become smaller. Now, does that make them? Is that is that true? Possibly just a little bit. Or is that just because you're just losing fat in between? No, I mean, to, no, I mean, now that all comes with the proper dieting and to diet to lose the fat and to maintain the muscle mass, the lean muscle mass. Yes, you'll see a reduction in arm size, uh, chest size, all that, but you're, you're reducing the fat. You're not reducing the muscle mass. Yeah. And, if you reduce the size, it's, it's going to reduce strength size, but you also got to you got to notice that that man probably lost thirty to forty pounds of fat. So where he lost all that fat and all that lean muscles, there he's tremendously stronger than this person that is the same weight as him that has been that lean for that long, because they've had to condition their body to carry more weight. It's conditioning too. Conditioning is a big factor in all this. Yeah, that's one of the it's, things that I did notice. Like when I was, uh, I got one particular kid that I've been working with, and he is a little bit of bigger stature, but he's the most explosive player that we have. Now he definitely knows that he needs to work and it's definitely a diet thing that you know the parents know. Um, but I'm saying maybe even for that time right now because he's just turned 12, he's just moving up, that I, I really don't even mind it for that just the simple fact because he he hasn't really started working out too much um, and we'll, that was one of the questions I want to ask you also. But his power, his control, you know, and his his ability to do exactly what he wants besides the 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 sprint part, right. everything else is perfect. So I, I don't, I, I, it's a hard question. Do you think that he would be better off trying to, to lose that weight or, or just continue to stay the explosive power? Because that's a lot of, a lot of people think that 
they might lose explosive power by dropping body fat percentage because those muscles get a little bit smaller. Oh, I don't think it would be that. I don't think he'll lose that much power, to be honest with you. That power is something his body's conditioned to have regardless. Now, what's going on with his body is he's just not getting the proper intake of food. He's 12 years old. He lives with mom and dad. You know, there's probably a lot of packaged, processed shit he gets to eat. Okay? So it's not controlled. Now, and if he's eating that lean diet, he can still have that same explosive power because that good nutrient-flooded nutri- nutrient food is going to fuel his body to have that same power and fuel it better because it's more effective. Uh, what's going to run better in your car? Is it going to be the regular gas or is it going to be your, your premium? Okay, so let's which, get specific Which is more efficient. That. Let's get specific with that. Let's, if there was, uh, let's say there were three meals, three, you know, three nighttime meals you had to cook for or three meals that you would recommend, it really doesn't even matter on the time frame. Uh, can you go, can you take me through, uh, uh, you know, something for maybe even, you know, portion the protein, what you're looking for and stuff like that down to, because I hear, that's one of the, you know, one of the things when you do research on the internet and stuff like, you see stuff where people just, you know, and there's nothing wrong with the word nutrition or nutrients or stuff, you know, but no one's being specific. No one's going yeah. to do this, you know what I mean? Right. Just eat this, this, and this. Keep working these in and like that, and you just don't hear those things. You hear the generalities of it. Um, I mean, when it comes to diet, uh, when it comes to nutrition, the lean, um, like lean, lean is what I think. I think, I think chicken breast. I think chicken in general. Chicken is a very lean poultry. You know what I'm saying? Uh, whether you you do, do chicken breast all the time and you have a thigh or a leg, bake that some bitch, grill it up, whatever. Take the skin off. Okay, it's still a healthy meal. You know. Um, it, you want now now with the guy that's trying to lose the weight and maintain the 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 structure of the larger person that explosiveness now yeah he's going to want to consume more protein to maintain that lean muscle that he has that is larger right now so yeah i would recommend you know where the general if you're going to try and stay and maintain a lean like really you know the guy's fast agile and all that he's he's going to consume enough protein to maintain that weight he is at Okay. Now, the big guy, he wants to sustain more of that muscle mass and still see the lean fat loss. He's going to have more protein servings, more grams of protein during the day than somebody who's just trying to maintain what they have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's trying to maintain and keep as much of that size on, so he's going to do more protein in his diet. So where somebody's getting a gram per pound of lean body mass, he's probably going to get about a gram and a half to a gram point eight to really help him sustain that larger muscle mass. So the protein's important. Carbohydrates intake. Carbs are 40% of muscle gains. Carbs cause insulin spike. Insulin's the most powerful hormone the body produces for growth, period. Now you want to stabilize the, the secretion of those hormones. Now, when you throw those cane sugars, alternatives, you know, different things like that cause stupid insulin spikes and don't use any of that, the body stores it as fat. Now, where he could have had an oatmeal... And that's a slow digestive carb. It would have sustained in his system. He would have had sustained energy. He'd be feeling good. He's got fiber. And they got to pause it. I lost you for a second there, Neil. Uh, you, were saying, uh, you were saying right before this that you were saying 40% of your body's uh, hormone increase comes from carbohydrates. Well, what carbohydrates were, were you going in on that? Um... Well, carbohydrates are going to account for 40% of muscle gain, so you need carbs to build muscle as well as protein. Proteins, you need fiber as well to process the protein so that the high protein intake isn't stored as fat. So, I mean, it's a combination of macronutrients your body must use to run efficiently. efficiently. Um, now, carbs, like, uh, you're going into your, your game, your baseball game during the... Um, so, in the morning, what you could do is... Uh, I would wake up, you know, high-protein diet. I would have protein in my diet right off the bat. So, and it, depending on your weight. Now, if you're a big guy like I am, I'm, uh, you know, 230, 240-plus pounds, I'm, I'm hitting about 10, 10 to 12 eggs, egg whites. Um, now, I'm not saying the yolks are bad because you need those fats, but you have to control your fat intake as well. So where I'm getting high-protein from my eggs, I'll go ahead and have a fat source through my almond butter. Now, almond butter is an excellent source of healthy fats. Okay, now, mis- misconception is, oh, uh, any kind of peanut butter, that's a protein source. No, no, it's not a protein source. Uh, it's a fat source. There's protein in it. There's protein in a lot of things. There's protein in carbohydrates. That's still not a protein source. So if you're going off the, 
you know, I eat peanut butter all day. I'm getting all my protein, and you know, you're getting tons of fats in your system. Um, so yeah, I would uh, you know have you some uh, like a good cup of oatmeal. That's a slow uh, slow digestive carb. It'll get in there, get you fiber in there with your high protein, um, and that'll fuel you, give you a good energy kick. And like I said, with that slow sustained carbohydrate, it'll it'll sustain in your system. Now pre pre game, what I would do pre game, um, I would still get you a good protein source. Um, probably lower that a little bit and increase the carbs for that meal because. Your carbohydrates are basically your energy food for your fuel for your workout because it uh, pancreas in, induces insulin. Insulin is 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 the most powerful. I fucked that all kinds of up. Um, damn it! I even forgot where I was going with that. You were saying pancreas increases insulin. No, it's not your pan, pan. Yeah, pancreas is what processes sugars and creates the insulin, which fuels the body. Give you the pump and all that kind of stuff. Um, damn it. So pregame, what I would do, so you have you know plenty of glycogen getting into your system quicker, rather than the oatmeal that you had in the morning. I would go ahead and maybe have you some uh, some white rice. Now white rice. Now white rice is brown rice, brown, but it's processed brown rice. So that slow digestion that they would go through with brown rice is not going to be there with the white rice. It is, it's, it's absorbed faster, it's used faster. So during your game, when you're, you're out there running, you're sweating, you're using those carbs, you don't have to worry about it storing as fat because your body will expend those carbs, those sugars, and it will not allow you to store them in fat. So you do the higher carbs. So what I would do is probably a, a 40-60 on, on your carb and protein, 40% protein, 60% carbohydrates pregame, um, and have some healthy fats in there too. Um, what I like to chew, uh, I like I like almonds a lot. I like almond butter. I like uh, just almonds in general, roasted. Uh, um, what other, you know, and then, and then you get your fish oils in and everything like that, supplementation. But ultimately, your whole foods are so much better for your body than supplementation. Yeah. Um, so, and then, and then like a post-workout meal, um, and even, you know, you could go supplementation post-workout. Uh, so say, say meal, you get off, you, you're getting, you're getting right off the field and you're done with the game or whatever you're doing. I'd drop about 30 to 40 grams of whey protein isolate. Now, whey is whey is whey is whey. Okay. Isolate isn't, uh, people screw this up all the time. Isolate is just a filtering process. Concentrate is a filtering process. Hydrosolate is a filtering process, okay? So the best of those is hydrosolate. Now, second to that would be isolate. Third to that is concentrate, concentrate being 60% pure. So when you go and you buy a concentrate-based whey protein, which I'm about to just uh, explain to you all, and, and how do you look at the back of your protein bottles and figure out if you're getting screwed over or if you're paying too much um, with, with the, what you're purchasing. Um, so basically, let me do this for you. This is one of the products we do carry at uh, at MaxFit. Um, one of my favorites. It's um, it's your Intech Protein Evolution Isolate. Um, That's the one you that that you had me take, and I really like this one also. Um, yeah. So you're saying, and I'm a 200 pounder. I'm about two. I'm about 208, uh, 210 right now, and I'm excited because I've dropped a lot of body fat following a lot of your advice, and and I've been getting a lot more into the. To that style of stuff with with more food and stuff like that. So you're saying with with this particular uh, uh, the Intech Evolution right there, uh, the and the how many scoops per uh, is that? Is it uh, with with Intech you get about 30 grams of protein per one scoop of protein. One, so you're saying one, scoop, one scoop right there is good enough for me. That is high amount of protein. 30. That and not only that, but it's in a way a way. A whey is fast absorbed. It's one of the most bioavailable protein sources you can take for post-workout recovery. Um, so basically, when you go in there and you're looking at the protein source that says, oh, I get 28, 30 grams of protein a serving, and da 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 realize that they are real lies. Um, uh, because if the first listed ingredient is a concentrate whey, um, it's a poor, poor process protein okay so concentrate is filtered through heat heat damages the peptides so if it says you're getting 30 grams of protein I'd say you're probably getting in most 12 to 15 so what you're paying for is a an inferior product plus you know most people um, will upset their stomach on a concentrate protein so someone who goes to let's say uh, a GNC or, or a Walmart or you know um, 
probably those bigger chain places. Right. You say that they're getting a different type of protein rather than the mom and pop place like MaxFit. Well, see, with with the mom and pop place being like us, we can choose, pick and choose what products we bring in here, and we only bring in what we feel is quality and what will help our customers. We're not GNC, and uh, we'll put it in there because we can sell it because it's a big magazine push. Um, one of the biggest brands that GNC pushes, BSN, and we've had many a conversation with uh, <laughs> those wonderful good. products and their uh, untold amount of sugars they have, and they're yes. not listed. Um, <laughs> it's, interval. It's, what was it? What was it's it's it a, uh, uh, I can't trivial, even think. Trivial, like trivial amount of trivial sugar. amount of sugar. Like, what does that even mean? Like, can you put a gram to that? I, I don't understand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's bullcrap. And 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 it is said trivial sh amount of sugar at the very bottom of that list, at the very very bottom of the ingredients list, and it wasn't even listed in the nutritional facts that it yeah. had sugar in it. Yeah. So yeah, that's some high quality BSN. Here, I'll show you how to read the ingredients list, and so that you'll understand later on if you can't come see me at MaxFit or, or get some of our quality products, that you won't get screwed over in buying a terrible product. Yeah. I, okay. So, listen, everybody, anybody who's in the Panhandle area, you guys, uh, where are all your stores? You're in Fort Walton. We're in, in Fort Walton Beach. We're in Pensacola. We're in Pace, Florida. We are in Panama City, Navarre, uh, right along the Panhandle. And uh, coming soon to Tampa. And, should be in Tampa here soon too. Well, and we'll we'll put uh, Caleb's information out uh, in the video description and, and where you can follow him. And if you guys have any questions, email him. You know, he's a, he's a great information source for anybody out there that's looking to do, you know, it's anything. And, and I've bounced some ideas off him. And my, my biggest gains that I've made it really helped me maintain velocity and increase size. And and because uh, I'm at that point when, when I was growing up, uh, it was a little bit different with the weightlifting thing for baseball where. I actually went to some big time camps where they told me to not lift um, as much uh, or they were saying lightweight, high reps, try to stay explosive, you don't want to get too big, you don't want to lose your flexibility. And I'm at that point in my career now where I'm seeing guys that are much larger than me doing more impressive things than me and now it makes sense and I'm like why did I wait so long to Just get, you know. Go look up Ronnie Coleman. On the Olympia stage, a 300-pound shredded muscle doing splits, and tell me that that man or you can't get a man that's bigger to move like a man that's smaller. Exactly, exactly, and that's where I think that you know one of the things that I that really helped me with this year is I, I got into a routine of being able to work out. Uh, and, and for you, you may not recommend it, but for the time strain that I was on, I understood when I needed to taper down my workouts. Uh, I would work out really hard full body I would I would try to spend almost two and a half three hours in the gym doing full body to give myself full recovery leading up to my next start and then I would taper down my workouts and I would do big legs I do and when I say full body I don't mean uh, a lot of stuff but I would do squats deadlifts lunges I would do lat pull down all the stuff that I used that I felt like would for throwing up right and, and get into my next start that way I'd start my recovery process it, it was I always I always looked at it as a new week for until my next start like that that night after I pitched or the next morning when I got up it was like new week starts now I got to get ready for the next one and so that I had gotten to an awesome routine and I really liked how I got into the only day I wouldn't go to the gym and do something extensive would be the day that I pitched I would still go to the gym the day before I would pitch but I would do a lot more light do some shoulders the flexibility do some core uh, yeah, not doing too much of anything to make you really sore or exactly, hurt in the next day, exactly. just to get that the blood flowing and moving. The next day, I'm still keeping my, uh, you know, my hormones and everything's up, and I'm ex and I'm ready to go. And then that day, I'm using that workout as actually playing the game. So I was excited about finding that routine myself, and that's you know that's different for me. Some guys couldn't do it. There were uh, younger guys that were on my team that were six, seven years younger than I did that. that could not do it the way I did. They even said they and, and I said, I, look, I had been doing this before and it worked, and now I'm just stronger and, and figured it out. So, and it all comes in conditioning. They might not be able to do it now, but hey, three, three to six, you know, whatever months from now, they may be able to do it. It's, it's how bad do you want it? Exactly. And a lot of that too. Exactly. So. so, awesome, awesome. Let's move on. That was a good rant, even even with a little distraction there. Um, okay, so. One of the things that you and I got into that there's a there's a question that I've been asked and I've heard different things on this and I'll ask you a few things and I'll let you run with it because I know you 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 are passionate about this one. Um, I heard something and I know I'm going to frustrate you because we already had this conversation a little bit. I heard someone tell me that 
the reason why they didn't want their child to start lifting weights is because it was going to stunt their growth. And to me, I didn't understand uh, where the thought process was coming from. And they explained to me that they said that, well, when you start lifting weights, your muscles become short, shorter and it inhibits the growth of the limbs and the bone growth plates and you're pulling and this and that. And so that when do you, so first we'll address that. Then I want to know when do you think is is a good time to start kids lifting weights now obviously technique becomes huge always in lifting weights and especially in the beginning uh and and when do you think is good now when do you think that you if you just started lifting even earlier than when you did do you feel like you may even have an, even more of an advantage uh, no, go ahead no, um, I think people uh, just love to not do anything, and they don't. They're oh, little Chinese, you know, oh, oh, this and that, and oh, America's just sissies nowadays, man. Um, man, get your kids off the couch and stop playing video games, and let them go out and run and pick themselves up, and run and fall down and pick themselves up. Whether you like that or not, they're lifting. Yeah, that takes muscle. It takes a push. It takes a pull. It takes. It takes a movement. You're using muscle regardless. You're breaking down muscle fibers. You're rebuilding them constantly. And and when you do this, there's natural testosterone growth hormone release. So why would that stun anybody's growth? I'm about six, six one, and I started lifting weights in seventh grade. When you're growing the most, your hormones are peaking. You're 13, 14 years old. You got pears poking out everywhere. You're growing, and you're you hate everyone. You love everyone. You're yeah. I started lifting then, you know, like, I, people, they just love to be lazy, it's what I like, especially in America, most of the time anyways, um, but no, I don't, and, and to be honest, to get them out there and get athletic, they don't have to lift weights, you know, get them out there at, at four and five years old, six years old, and have them running and playing soccer, and doing different activities, so that they're, they're this will make their bodies stronger, it'll give them a better immune system, it'll make them recover better. Uh, these allergies, problems, because these kids aren't going outside and, and taking on the different things that their bodies have to develop something to break, you know, stop from. It's, uh, people, uh, people frustrate me a lot. Um, and, and I know uh, this is a sensitive subject. You, you've got, a, you've got a, a fairly young child yourself, and it's one of the things I was interested in, uh, uh, you know, asking you, because I've heard that before, and then looking back at my history on it, and and I actually was influenced by a big-time college program, that same situation, where they said, don't lift weights. You don't want to get too big. Baseball guys aren't very big. And, and then that was right at the beginning of this evolution where next thing I know, I see Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, giant dudes. And then what you didn't see was actually the giant guys that were throwing the baseball. And that's what I didn't understand. Either. You know, they were much bigger, you know, Sammy Sosa, McGuire. They were much bigger than most of those guys. But, you know... Whether they took things that they shouldn't have or not, that doesn't mean you take things and you just suddenly become giant. You still have to do the work. Oh, God, yeah. You still have to eat. You still have to train. You still have to grow these muscles. People think they can just shoot shit in their ass and then there's like magic overnight. They got freaking muscles like Ronnie Coleman. They're going to be the next Olympian. No, I'm going to let you know that don't work like that. It takes hard ass work it takes dedication it takes every day when you wake up to be excellent you have to wake up and piss excellence every day to look like these freaks and that's why they look like they do now you might be the avid you know guy go to the gym and everything but you're not going to be the freaking elite athlete now there's nothing wrong with that but these guys are better at being them than you are okay so regardless you want to throw steroids you want to throw performance enhancing whatever freaking lebron james has got lasik eye surgery how's that performance enhancing suck it um it's altering the body to make it better right yeah i agree i agree and it doesn't i've matter. heard the argument too that possibly supplement uh vitamins could be a performance enhancing because your system's operating better you're getting the nutrients that you need you're running better oh it runs efficiently yeah, exactly. Yeah, because we can't dumb you down with FDA drugs and then mask problems because you want to be a better fit you. Mm. Mm. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right, so now, do you, and I personally know if I would have started lifting even in seventh grade, I feel like I would have been a completely different athlete. And I feel like possibly, you know, I peaked late, but I feel like looking back on it, the reason why I peaked late is that's when I started lifting. I didn't start really lifting, lifting until 
a little bit like I took a class like you did in high school my senior mm-hmm. year, and that kind of got me a little addicted to it. But in the same sense, I was so far behind, and everybody was so ruthless like they are in high school. Yeah, and you were just kind of like, screw it, I'm behind. Yeah, exactly. And then I would <laughs> just go to you know go play the game of baseball, and they couldn't hang with me there. So that was right. different. You know, I was like, well, why would you know? And and I didn't really. It was hard for me being a small town guy because we really are small town. The expansion, getting outside of that, and one of the big things that I've always tell you know uh, parents and and they in this area even the whole you know even the pensacola area the the tallahassee area you don't understand what it's like to be around a big giant elite group of kids until you go to these bigger cities these atlantas mm-hmm. these orlandos and they don't stop playing they don't stop training and you know you hear people uh oh well, we need to shut him down from 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 playing because you know we don't want to overtrain him this and that and and like you were just saying before, no, don't don't shut him down. Just he needs feed to, him. he needs to take. He needs a break to feed. You, you train really hard, eat really hard. You just recover from it. Yeah, exactly. You need to take a break of one portion of it, but move into the training or change. You know, changing sports or whatever. But he can't stop. He can't just no, no. Because stop. you stop, then you stop maintaining. Exactly. You can't maintain what you do not maintain. If that makes any sense. It does. Right. It does. Yeah. You can't. Perfect. Let it go is going to go. You have to so maintain that, so it every day. So hindsight's 2020. Do you feel like seventh, that seventh grade region was a good place to start? Or could you God, start yeah. I mean, even if I would have started in sixth grade, it would have been phenomenal. Now, you know, fifth grade, I don't even know what the hell lifting weights was. You know, I don't yeah. think. And I get to, you know, I go into middle school and, you know, you know, kids are playing sports and uh, they're lifting weights. And I'm like, what, what, what is all that stuff? And I see my grandpa doing it. I want, I want to do that. Yeah. And it intrigued me. And I got in there and I was addicted to the pump ever since. Ooh, the pump. <laughs> the okay. pump. There we go. There's one of the questions I wanted to ask you. You always talk to me about that, about the pump, and I finally figured out what it was this year. Because I always hear guys talk about, you know, you want to feel the pump when you're working out. First of all, let's identify what the pump. What is happening when you hear all of these guys? When what is the pump? What we need to identify the pump. This term. Okay, when you go to lift weights, okay, anything, um, if you're going to pick something up with weight in in general, it's going to be easier if your muscle's larger to pick up that weight. It has to adapt to pick it up, right? Okay. So what the body does is it flushes, it floods blood to that area, and it it creates a pump. It fills it full of blood so that that muscle's bigger, larger, fuller of water so that you can continuously pick that weight up and rep it out. That's what the pump is. And you can get a better pump by, through vasodilators. Vasodilators only open up the blood vessels, allow more circulation of oxygen and blood through the system to allow for a better pump. And the pump basically is that skin-tearing feeling under the muscle when you're hitting arms. <laughs> yeah, that, that itch that, you know, you want to get your face yeah. a little bit. Like, oh. fact, you helped me uh, with that. You, you supplemented one of my pre-workouts. I'm a big pre-workout fan and uh, uh, the the uh, the name of the product or I brand the, the name of it was uh, arginine right and yeah uh, arginine AKG mm-hmm. yeah and so I, I added that to my pre-workout by the way completely different result was very excited and I I'm almost scared to go full scoop on it by the way because I did a half scoop like we were talking about and I got that little uh oh you know that- uh oh it's getting and but when I lifted I felt I got way more done. I, my reps were cleaner. I was able to mm-hmm. do my explosive stuff and stop at the top like we were talking about too, trying to you know, hold it a little bit longer. It was definitely better. Uh-huh. It's more, you're more effective when there's more oxygen, there's more blood being transferred more efficiently to the body, and the arginine opens those blood vessels allow to do that. Now, you can get arginine in a pre-workout if it's an impropriety or blend. You don't know how much they put in there or if they even put it in there at all. Yeah. And uh, the proper dosing for arginine AKG for you to even convert over to a gram of sulfate is three gram serving. If you're not doing a three gram serving or more, then you're not you're getting not even getting the full benefits of arginine at all. And, and people miss that all the time. And they miss it in these pre-workouts constantly. Um, specifically when you put too much caffeine in these things. Uh, if you're putting too much caffeine, not only that, then you don't put a taurine in there where it stabilizes caffeine and you're not putting enough arginine in there, you're, you're constricting the blood vessels. And, and that's not what you want for the workout. Gotcha. I got gotcha. you. Awesome. That's great. That's outstanding. All right, let's move on. That was a perfect, perfect segue. We could probably package that up and 
put it on your MaxFit <laughs> website. Never, yeah, right. There's a free advertisement for you some more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so we were going over the Intech um, again. Um, do you feel like, now I'll give you an example with myself, and one of the things, a strategy that I was thinking and something that I've done, uh, sometimes being an athlete, you know, especially you have these guys going to play in tournaments and stuff, you got to run and do your best job of getting, you know, whatever you can to eat in between games. Uh, and I wanted to ask you about uh, one other thing. What should athletes, when they go into the store and start looking at, a, at all these different protein containers, right? Let's say we have a, a high school guy and he's a little undersized and he thinks, you know, he sees all the advertisements and everything and they're saying, you know, go get protein, you know, eat this and that. Um, Besides the nutrition side of eating the food, and you said, what, you think it's 80 to 90% is really the nutrition, right? Yep, so just the, absolutely. The, the eating right, you know, uh, you know, getting the, the lean proteins, uh, the, you know, the stuff like that, and then from there, you know, getting, uh, uh, what should they be looking for exactly in their proteins? Uh, and the, what like a, like a supplementation protein? Yeah, exactly, and a supplementation protein. Well, like I was gonna, I'm gonna break it down. Um, as far as just like a simple protein to take post workout, um, uh, whey protein isolates excellent, uh, especially if you can do dairy. Um, and plus they make isolates that are uh, um, lactose free, so you can do the whey's without having the lactose problems. Um, now, when you go to purchase a product like that and you want a good whey protein, you always want not only to look at the amount of protein you're getting in the serving and the sugars, but you also want to just go onto the ingredients list in general. And that's usually listed under the supplement, under the uh, nutritional facts. And now, the first listed ingredients in the ingredients list is the uh, is the majority of the product. So the first listed ingredient is what makes up most of the product. So when you go into GNC or any of those other uh, you know, uh, turnkey opened up the store and read the front of the bag to you and tell you this is what you need kind of store you, you, and you don't know what you're talking about, you're going to get sold crap all day long and they're making commission off of anyways. Um, so I'll break it down. I'll, I'm going to show you guys how to look at the ingredients list of your ways and protein in general and see if it's even a quality and if you're actually going to be paying a decent amount because I, you can get this whey protein isolate we carry um, for forty six ninety nine. It's damn near 30 grams of protein a serving, and it's high, high quality. High, uh, it's high quality. Um, but yeah, basically, what you want to look for is the first listed ingredient to be either isolate or hydrolyzed whey protein. Those are the the top notch, 99, 96% pure protein filterings. So basically, uh, try to break this into here so I can see it, and you can see it, and everybody can see it. Can you see it pretty well? Uh, it's a little crooked there. Rotate the camera. There we go. All right. Let me see. My phone's charged just enough. I can probably take it off the charger now. Okay, see, this is one of my favorite products. We carry a uh, Intec Isolate Whey Protein. This is excellent for your uh, right after a workout recovery time. Um, 28 grams of protein, sweet with stevia. It's not going to be overloaded with sugars or anything like that. Um, uh, and it's also gluten-free. It's for use with the gluten allergies. Um, and then those of you that are just on the gluten, I'm not gluten anymore, um, and you don't even understand, it's, it's gluten-free. What is um, <laughs> uh, we'll go into gluten another day. Um, uh, let's try and get it on there as good as I can. Let's see. Can you can you read that? Barely, but yeah. It's, it's, it's just so the it's way... So it's the nutritional facts is what you're saying. Yes, the nutritional facts. It's right under there. You see it? Other is that the other ingredients? Other ingredients. Can you see yeah. it? Yep. You see where it says uh, special ultra non denatured ultra high quality whey protein isolate? Yeah. Now look at all the descriptive words in there. Look at all of those. What do we got here? Ultra filtered, non denatured, ultra high quality. What does that mean? It's high quality. That means you're going to get 30 to or 28 to 30 grams of protein in the serving, and your body will digest, process, and use it for recovery in the best way. Um, a lot of people's stomach tore up on that that crappy concentrate, and that's just one of the ways you can go ahead and know um, if you're getting a, a good isolate or a good uh, post-workout protein in general. It's as simple as learning how to read the ingredients. I'm not. You know, I don't know everything. I'm not, you know, master nutritionist. Um, you know, I do have education in this. I, I'm passionate about it. I'm always learning. And, and if you're not learning, then you're, you're not furthering yourself anyways. 
I'm not saying I have all the answers, but I, I, I'm very knowledgeable, very passionate what I do. So if I'm wrong in anything and, and I want to, and I'll be made right and I'll admit it. But, um, like I said, I'm very passionate in what I do, and I like to uh, educate people on the stuff that I know because I know at one point I didn't understand it all, and um, it, it's a very beneficial to learn and know all this stuff, um, and it only helps you in life. One of the podcasts is, is one of the things that you know I figured may not to start being able to you know to getting straight to the the kids to find the information, but if we can get a couple dads uh, and to understand what they're trying to do, and we can educate him, and then he can help his son and get the proper amount of nutrition and the supplementation and make sure they're taking the right things and uh, look you're, you're much larger than I am I'm, I'm 6'2", 205, 208 flush weighing depending on my uh, my uh, binge food you know addiction in everyone you know my cheat meal you know depending on how it is uh, oh well, I have my epic cheat meals as well bro yeah yeah exactly so uh, you know like I said you've been my guy I, I you know I don't even know if you knew if you knew uh, uh, you were my guy but uh, uh, I, I send people, I'm like, there's a giant man that works at this place, Max Fit Nutrition. Go find him, and he has to be doing something better than you are. So that's the right. whole thought process on the thing is listen to the giant people that lift giant weights and, and move things around. So You know, and, and a proof's in the pudding, man. Exactly, exactly. You know what I'm right, saying? One, one last question, or i got a couple more questions, but I, I was talking about explosive. You and I were talking about explosive power. And I've, uh, I know the bodybuilding style of working out, or at least my interpretation is to isolate certain muscles and, and work those certain muscles out one at a time, um, as opposed to what I've seen a lot more online with these uh, workouts, which is more of a, a full body explosive workout. Um, personally, I think, just me, I think that it's the combination of the two can help you. But do you feel Absolutely. like maybe... What do you think about that theory of, uh, there's two theories that I've heard. Is I, I just want to move, for example, like uh, I've, I've seen guys that just do uh, kettlebell and medicine ball workouts where they just do that trying to make, because uh, I like to define an, uh, a baseball player as a core rotational power athlete with a little bit, a little bit of uh, linear movement depending on where it is. If it's hitting, it's linear, linear, explode, rotate sprint possibly a little bit most of it's short but pitching is linear linear explosion rotate um, so what do you feel like uh, is, is a better workout or do you have any suggestions or anything that comes to mind that maybe that we could add some more explosive power uh, no I mean you're gonna need the agility training to, to begin with um, and you know those people that want to do the you know the multi-circuit training workouts you know it's very popular nowadays the hit training high intensity interval training and it's one of the most effective ways to become um, conditioned um, and to have the agility and all that and, and be able to run and be able to do to move with weight but to be conditioned with that weight high intensity interval it's the best way with for fat loss too you'll burn calories and fat for hours after that kind of training session but you you want that agility you want that speed but you also want to you want the power as well so you can you can train these different ways throughout the week so you're not cat you're not staying and you're not training the same way every week week to week to week to week it's constantly confusing the body constantly keeping it up to date um so I, I think a combination of both those kinds of, uh, of exercises, explosiveness and power, plus the agility, the hit training, I mean, uh, it's, it's only beneficial uh, to especially an athlete like you. Um, and I even use that kind of stuff in my bodybuilding when I go to uh, lean out. You know, the high-intensity high interval training really helps me to uh, burn fat uh, effectively. Um, but I also want to maintain lean, uh, uh, large muscle mass. So you know the power training and everything like that also comes into play. Now the people, people think, oh, I got to lift a lot of a lightweight a lot of times to lose weight. That's no, 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 no. Do some cardio and eat right, lose the weight. Okay, it's it, it's all it comes back to dieting, you know, and and training's in there because training's the fun part. That's you should be in there enjoying that part because the work is is everything you're doing afterwards. Yeah. The, the the recovering the train uh, the eating the prepping of the meals and I, and, it, and if you're going that far with it and you, and you want to get dedicated, so I th I think a combination of, of both training styles is excellent for any. Yeah, I, I like uh, I really like to switch my I try to um, switch low. I saw you you've done this before. I've saw some of your Facebook stuff. You change your location 
of the of where you work out as well as what you're doing. I, I think a change of scenery is big too. I've, Absolutely. I've uh, possibly you know that Monday groove in the groove. Oh damn, I'm tired of seeing that person or this place or it just gets old. Um, so, you know, having maybe a couple memberships, if you can, if you can't, oh, well, um, you know, get outside and do some hit training. You don't have to be in the gym to get a workout. Your body's weight, you can use it. You can use it as resistance. Um, but switch it up, man. Make it fun every time you're in there. Make it, make it worth it. Don't, don't leave anything behind. Awesome. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Um, that's outstanding. Uh, last, uh, last set of questions. Um, if you had some advice for a young athlete trying to, to get bigger and stronger, uh, uh, do you have anything quick that maybe you would motivate them or anything from there? Uh, bigger and stronger quick? Um, that comes with time, man. Consistency, to be honest with you, man. To be honest, uh, when I first started lifting it, or not lifting, but uh, when I first started competing in bodybuilding in 2011, it looks nothing like the way I look now. Um, and it's a time. It's time. There, and especially being young and with the hormones your body produces, use it. Time is of the essence. And, and continually training and con consistency is most important and see those changes. That, that's awesome. I did a podcast the other day with a guy, uh, just, just uploaded it, and, and uh, it was one thing he was talking about too about just not stopping. At there's all. no quick muscle. There's no, no. Because whether you, I mean, whether they want to jump on, you know, illegal stuff or pro hormones or creatine, you'll get an immediate growth off that, but you have to maintain that and continuously maintain that to make that muscle fiber much more dense and heavier and, and, and mature. Like I said, from, from 21 to 25 in my competing, it's, it's, it's a 180 in the way my body looks, yeah. the maturity in it. Oh, I've definitely tell. I mean, I, I was gone for about five, six months, and I came back, and you looked even bigger. And now, <laughs> and now I'm like, yep. well, who knows what's going to happen in another six months? Awesome. Uh, and one last uh, question: Do you have any advice for any dads out there of, of young athletes that that maybe can help steer them in the right way? Besides coming to see you at Max Fit right. Nutrition and figure out. Oh uh, man, my biggest thing is just support your kids, man. Whatever, make what is it? If they're happy, man, don't don't try to force anything on them. I tell you what, from growing up, man, that force stuff don't work. That makes you want to rebel even more. Yeah. Kids want to be happy too. Okay, you want to be happy. They want to be happy. There's a there's a medium there. Um, as far as you know, supplementation. You know, a lot of people don't want to listen to dad. Oh, he's dad. Yeah, he's yeah. That's what they get. Um, besides, you can bring him in here, and I can smack him around and tell him that you know, listen to dad. Maybe he knows a little more than you do. Um, but you, you know, dad, you can educate yourself too. You can you can get this knowledge. You can uh, you you can educate yourself too, and 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 show your kids that this is this is scientific. This is the way it works, and this is why I'm suggesting these things. Not just because I'm dad, because just I'm, because I'm dad means I want to rebel against you. Trust me, at you know, kicking 13, 14 years old, testosterone's through the roof. I don't want to listen to you. <laughs> exactly. So you know, you support know, them. Great make sure they're I, happy. I see you doing lessons and kids in that range all the time, where dad might be saying the exact same phrase that I am, or repeating what I'm saying. But dad, you don't understand. You're around your son or your daughter the entire day. You get a new medium in front of them, and I'm saying the exact. You're saying white, and I'm saying white also. But he's going to listen. But the way I said that is completely different. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And perception, you, you too. You said white it's, this way, but he said white, you know. This so. way. And it, it sounded different. It sounded better to me this way, okay? Yeah, exactly. Plus, you know, he sees you as a younger person. He sees me as a younger person. They can relate more. That's why. And, and you know, dad's authority, too. Yeah, so. I've seen a lot of a uh, um, uh, couple of former big league uh, uh, players have talked about that they'll never coach their son. They'll coach their son to a certain point. And then they'll let somebody else take over because it uh, really hinders the relationship when dad gets too involved. Absolutely. And, and, and I've seen some of these dads get really side. aggressive and, and take it like it's them out there on the field. And, and they're taking it on the kid, man. You know what? He, you know what? It's, he should be enjoying what he's doing. He shouldn't be going out there and being miserable because that's something you want him to do. Yeah, that's, that brings, brings, reminds me of a funny little story. Uh, my dad coached me all the way up until I was about 13 and then he kind of stepped back and let me do the high school thing, and he just put me in good positions for whatever I needed to do and, and to try to get better, and we, we just did our best uh, that we could. And, and uh, it was funny, uh, I got hurt once in high school that kind of didn't really hinder me playing, but I had to wear a knee brace, and so that 
I feel like it possibly, you guys, you know, back back in 2004, if you were wearing any kind of hardware or something like that, and they asked you a question, you were written off. Oh, he's hurt, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so that kind of hurt me in, in, in my recruiting uh, situation. So oh, man. I was able to get to college, and then I actually got severely hurt. I hurt my elbow uh, my senior year uh, of college and had two surgeries over three years and then finally was able to uh, recover and then just went tried to rehab and see what happened, see if I could start playing baseball again. And now I'm back fully recovered and playing pro ball again, and it's, and it's awesome. But it was Thank funny. Thank you. Past offseason, um, my, my dad had said something funny to me. Uh, I would actually drove down south to play in a, a little tournament for some guys, and uh, my dad said, you know, I haven't seen you throw in a competitive game since college. And I, and I was thinking to myself, you know, I've been playing out west, and I was like, wow, you, that's right. And he goes, why don't I go with you? You know, we were going to kind of go down, stay the night, come back, which is going to be a quick thing. Why don't I go with you? Uh, I need to use some vacation days. So he comes down with me. So I'm pitching this game, uh, doing real well, get to the ninth inning. I get to two outs in the ninth inning, get a little fatigued, and I hear my dad yell at me from the, the, uh, the stands. And he just said something small like, you're flying open. And it took me back to when I was 13 years old and he used to yell at me from the, you know, from coaching and everything. And I just started laughing on the mound. I was like, wow. There you go. Myself, I was complete. I'm 28 years old. I thought I was completely calm in the situation. I, I, I was cruising through the game and I had three, two count foul ball, end up walking a guy. And he just felt like, he needed, you know, there were not that many people in the stands and just kind of blurted something out. And he must have been, I don't know, 150 feet from me. And he didn't say it that loud. But I recognized his voice. Yep. Like everybody else's, and I just snap back to reality. Up my arm, I, you know, I, I started laughing. I was like, "Wow, I got a little anxiety right there from that." You know, <laughs> that forever. So that was I, that was I related to that uh, advice that you give. That's, that's really good. Absolutely. Stuff. Well, um, everybody, uh, anybody in the area, um, get a hold of Caleb. He's Max Fit, uh, Max Fit Nutrition. Uh, it's uh, over on up, Uptown Station on Eglin Parkway outstanding outstanding store with all kinds of, of great information if he's not there you can ask for him um, Caleb how can people uh, reach you uh, other than then going to MaxFit? Uh, I'm on Facebook um, just look me up at Caleb Weatherington um, I don't know if I'm on any other kind of force I think I'm on Instagram and my Instagram CW bodybuilder so if you want to follow me on there too I'm there you know. Yeah, you put some outstanding, hilarious uh, uh, leg day, arm day kind of uh, uh, photos on there. I enjoy that. You got to get back into that. You if, if, if you're not, if you're not having fun with it, why are you doing it, right? Exactly. You got to exactly. love what you're doing. That's, dude, I'm, that's well, dude, it's been a great time. A lot of quality information. We got. We'll definitely get this going up again. There's a lot of uh, other things I want to talk to you. More nutrition things. You, you, you spiked me with some more other keywords, gluten-like things and stuff. So. <laughs> gluten. Yeah. Oh, we'll get up no. that. Thanks again. I appreciate it. Um, thanks again to our sponsor, uh, Born in the Cage Apparel. You can check out. Uh, also check out <laughs> Max Fit Nutrition, and uh, you go in there and ask for Caleb. He'll help you out. Uh, reach me, uh, Jason Tez34, Twitter, Instagram. You can Emerald Coast Baseball Academy on Facebook. Also, su subscribe to the YouTube podcast uh, on the YouTube channel. Just type in Emerald Coast Baseball Academy uh, podcast on YouTube. We'll put the links up and everything from there. So thanks again. Appreciate it. Uh, it was Thank a great you, sir. Time.